Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening tonight, today, whenever you're listening to it. Thank you for listening. I am so glad to be on here and with you right now. Um, Just felt like it was really important to kind of explain where I'm at in my journey as a podcast host, human being. Um, We all kind of live in these systems, right, of podcast host, daughter, friend, partner, private practice owner, contractor, um, all these different roles that I carry and how important it is to just continue to evolve and continue to stay true to my vision. So that's why I'm talking to you right now. Um, I feel like I haven't talked on my own in a while. And it feels good. I'm glad to be here. Um, I'm also, I feel like I'm stalling a lot (laughs) Um, because I wanted to let you know as a listener and part of my community that I am shifting the name from Therapy is Cool to Therapy Snacks. So Originally, I intended Therapy Snacks to be these bite-sized episodes where I go on and I talk by myself and give you um, kind of like the shorter version of a podcast completely with my own thoughts, no guests. Um, Now that's evolving into being the entire podcast. So thank you so much again for your support and sticking around. And I promise, promise, promise the content will be amazing. It will be very similar. I don't want to get rid of any of my old content or, you know, season one content because I believe in the work that I did with the guests who came on the show. I think there's a lot of good information in those episodes. So for the sake of... Um, the integrity of the content and just continuing on. I'm going to be keeping those episodes. So you may hear the podcast being referred to as Therapy is Cool. And this is kind of the pivoting point of Therapy Snacks. Um, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback around Therapy Snacks as the name. I wish I could completely... um, assume creative rights to the name, but it was in fact my partner who um, one morning we were drinking our morning coffee and he said, why don't you name some of your episodes therapy snacks? You love snacks. And I was like, oh my gosh, there literally there's nothing more I love in this world besides therapy, aka self-development, self-discovery and snacks. If you were to ask me what is the last meal that you could ever have, it would be snacks. Like I could live off snacks the rest of my life. I love them. Um, One of my birthday parties was uh, the theme was snacks and I wanted everyone to bring a snack. And this birthday party was in the last couple of years. It wasn't like in my childhood. (laughs) Um, so I love snacks. So here we are, um, celebrating snacks and it's, this is challenging. It's bringing up a lot for me, um, having to 
rebrand, move things around, and um, all for the better. But it, it's it's challenging, and it's better to do it now versus waiting. Um, and so I I'm just wanting to be transparent about you know the things that are worth doing are are hard. They're going to be hard. Rebranding a podcast and um, you know taking risks, evolving is going to continue to be hard. But this is what. I want to do. This is in alignment with who I am. So the concept of this podcast is pretty similar to therapy is cool. Um, however, there are some differences. Um, I'm really wanting to stick to the snack theme. And the great thing about this podcast is you can take them on the go, just like a snack. They're healthy. They are in all different forms, ton of variety, and they're palatable. So that's how I want therapy to be. I want, this is not to substitute for therapy, but I want to talk about therapy in a way that is palatable, that is digestible, that is accessible for people. And it's not so stigmatized. I want to live in a world where therapy can be celebrated, where you can be celebrated. That's the type of therapy I like to do where I can celebrate my clients. Um, I think it's really important that although we may struggle and suffer with some things, we also have to recognize our wins and what we do need to celebrate. So that's what this podcast is all about. Um, and... I hope you stick around. Um, I know you will stick around because you've been with me from the beginning. And, um, you know, another part of this episode I wanted to talk about was this concept of a blackout period. And I'm doing that a lot lately. I don't know if anyone else is like this, but I would say for the last quarter of the year, maybe a little bit longer. I have been going into a blackout period. I've been hermiting. And I mean that in the best kind of way. I mean that in a way that is so vital for my spirit to re-energize itself and get a lot of clarity and get into alignment with what it is I am here to do. Because for a while, I was feeling burnt out. I was feeling like this um, sort of stuck feeling. And I truly believe that there's um, two types of motivation. The first type is being goal-oriented and having a lot of energy and meeting those goals no matter what. And the other type of motivation is being so uncomfortable with something that you have to change. And unfortunately, in my life, I have made a lot of changes because I've been so uncomfortable, uncomfortable in my career, um, uncomfortable in my life and my personal choices. Um, and I've always had a great support system, whether I felt it at the time or not. Um, but I've always known how to access my resources. I've always prioritized therapy no matter what. So even if that meant 
not being able to um, do certain things because I was budgeting for therapy. That was really important to me. Um, I knew I needed to go to therapy and I knew that I needed to take responsibility. And so I had to prioritize it and I couldn't go on certain trips or go out to dinner as much as I wanted to um, because my mental health and well-being was at the top of that list. So I encourage you to also prioritize your mental health if you can. Um, just by listening to this podcast, this is again, not therapy, but it is a way for you to gain insight and tools. Um, it doesn't have to even be my podcast. You can read a book, you can journal. There could be other ways for you to find emotional resources in the hard times of your life. So I really like this concept in the bat in the past quarter for myself is this hermiting and this getting really quiet and kind of shutting off the world. I'm closing my eyes right now because I'm trying to convey this concept. I almost had to do this unconditioning of myself because I have so much internalized capitalism where I feel like I, in order to feel worthy in this world, I have to produce and I have to um, continue to be on this hamster wheel of um, productivity and that is not necessarily the truth. The truth is that blackout periods are necessary. Blackout periods are healthy. And what I mean by blackout periods is saying no to the things that no longer serve you and not bringing anything else in to your life until you have that clarity, until you have sat with the absence of something for a period of time in order to understand what it is you want to receive. So you have to start saying no to the things that are no longer lighting you up. I don't know if that's um, a relationship, uh, volunteering, a part-time job, but if you feel yourself being drained more and more emotionally and physically of your resources energetically, it is time to let that go. And I promise, promise, promise you, you are making room for something beyond what you could ever imagine. So in order for us to manifest and attract what we do want in our lives, we have to be willing to let go and get quiet, even if that means letting go of something that's really difficult or hard. You're never going to make room for the things that you actually want and want to prioritize in your life if you feel like there's always something blocking it because you are using all your resources for something else that is no longer in alignment with you. So these blackout periods are really important for you to not only let go, but also sit with that discomfort. Some of us may feel discomfort from not doing, from not going all the time. And um, this is a perfect year for this, for sitting with it. Um, I am not the only one. I am not special in this way, but um, every person that I know who uh, is a psychotherapist, their phones have been ringing off the hook and it has been extremely difficult um, to find a therapist that is available because of the influx of numbers of people who are seeking therapy. Now, that's not to discourage you from finding a therapist because they're still availability out there. But I've noticed in the last six 
months, I've had to turn so many people away and it makes me feel so bad, but I, I can't serve everyone. That's what part of this blackout period was not taking on new clients and not taking on new things unless I knew a hundred percent, this is what I need to be doing for myself and, um, in order to flourish. So it is really important for me to get into alignment in order for me to show up into this world as the best version of myself, I have to know what is serving me and what is no longer serving me. When I say me, I mean us. I mean all of us. I mean universal we. In order for us to show up in our lives in a very meaningful way, we have to be very clear about the things that are sucking us from our energy, our inner resources, um, our tools, and these are these can be really difficult. These could be long-standing relationships, um, the way we interact with our family, different dynamics um, around who we are and how we show up in the world. Maybe as a caregiver, there's a lot of responsibility there, um, and just allowing yourself to not take on so much. You don't need to take on so much. This is your permission slip to have a blackout period. So I recommend for the sake of having some sort of structure around this is with a blackout period, you want to give yourself at least, I want to say at least 30 days, but what I'm really trying to say is three months. You want to be able to be very reflective um, for an extended period of time. Only you will know that period of time. You can set that time for yourself. How long do I want to do this blackout period? How long do I want to let go of something so I can bring in something new? And getting really clear in those three months about what you do want to bring into your life and how you're going to bring that into your life. So, it is very, very important to give yourself permission to slow down and to really listen to that inner voice, that inner stillness inside of you. And you can do that by um, developing this inner temple on a daily basis. I do it in the morning. I highly encourage you to do it in the morning. That could look like journaling, meditating, moving your body, drinking a ton of water, going for a walk, being in nature. Um, so coming home to yourself every morning and developing this inner temple to be very reflective and check in with yourself. It's a time to be very mindful. So when you are letting go of something in this blackout period, you are bringing in more mindfulness and more curiosity. This isn't about being on autopilot anymore. This is a time to be mindful. And some people might argue, like a voice in my head is saying, doing nothing. I'm like having this inner dialogue because there is a voice in my head like that is critical about giving myself permission to let go and to slow down. But there's a louder voice within me that knows what is best for me and knows the importance of slowing down. I hope you can feel that too. One voice may be stronger than the other, but I want you to get really, really quiet. And I, I promise you, you don't have voices in your head, but I want you to have them dialogue. Even if you need to put that on a piece of paper, what is this voice saying to the other voice? You know, I'm having the voice come up that um, 
I should be working all the time. I should be productive in order for me to gain income, gain love, gain whatever it is. What is the need there? I must do X um, or should. So really evaluating what that must or should be and having that other that I would say your higher self come back to you and talk to you about what stillness could really do for you and what slowing down could do for you if you've never given yourself that option. I know I haven't. I know I haven't. <laughs> I can honestly say the first 30, I, I mean, I'm still 30 something. Um, I, it's been go, go, go. I didn't know how to slow down. I didn't know how to stop. And I, and I'm learning how to do that. I'm unlearning some of the things that I did to push myself to be so successful. You know, I have the degrees on the wall. I have the license to practice as a licensed psychotherapist. Um, but was it, you know, in the most healthy, <laughs> um, balanced way? I, I, I can't objectively say it was, it was definitely in the way where you, there was a lot of grinding. So, um, I have a lot of compassion for people who are out there grinding and it's okay to be motivated and to have goals, but not at the expense of your mental health. So really consider a blackout period. I hope this is coherent. I'm just sitting, I'm just sitting here like I haven't talked by myself in a very long time. The th really cool thing about Therapy Snacks, the podcast, is this is more insight than I give um, in my therapy sessions. And what I mean by that is each therapy session is tailored to the client. It's not tailored to me, the clinician, and what I know and what my orientation is and my um you know, educational background. It is a hundred percent staying attuned to the client. That's how I practice my therapy. Now there's a variety of therapies, but this is how I practice my therapy. So a lot of what I do is listen, validate, reaffirm, um, just stay really, really present with the client. I think that's my number one job. I do a lot. I do a lot of, I don't want to say hard work, but I work very um, consciously on being present for each, um, hour of my client, um, because it's, it's their hour. And that's not to say I'm not human. And I have my moments of, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm a hundred percent present. I mean, I could, I can honestly say that, but I, as we all are human, you know, um, I'm allowed to get up for a sip of water, go to the bathroom, things like that, uh, write something down. So being present in sessions is different than doing a podcast, doing a, doing, being th in therapy snacks is really a hundred percent my perspective. And it's, um, totally directed by me, which is so different than psychotherapy because I, it's, client centered. So it's, uh, directed by the client and I let the client lead the conversation. And I, um, sort of 
use some guideposts along the way to have the conversation and go where it needs to go and kind of have a thought check and reframe with people. But what I mean by therapy snacks is that this is 100% me, 100% real vulnerability um, from a perspective that I don't give in, in therapy. I bring obviously myself, my authenticity into therapy, but this is like more, I, this is the most I've talked in any session. No joke, (laughs) no joke, which isn't a bad thing, but it's mostly listening. So I'm doing a lot of talking in these episodes and it's, it's really, um, healing for me. Um, it's really, nice to get the feedback that it's helping someone in some way, which I've received a lot of, and I appreciate it. And it, it, I'm honored and privileged and it allows me to keep going. That's the motivation and the inspiration that I need to continue to put myself out there in ways that are challenging and not always easy, but I feel like is meaningful and a hundred percent true to who I am. So Thank you for being along this journey with me and I will continue to create meaningful content and invite guests on the show that I think are rad and can offer you a variety of healing perspectives. Uh, Just like snacks come in a variety. This is going to be a therapy snack little treat. You know, when you go to the concession stand at the movies and you see all the snacks Mm, so delicious, so tempting. Do I want sweet? Do I want salty? That's how a podcast should be, in my opinion. You can choose what it is that you're craving. And I am empowering you. And I am empowering you to continue to listen. And when you're feeling emotionally hangry, to pick up this podcast and just be with me for a little bit. I'm so glad that you've listened and please, 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 I am asking um, that you would consider writing a review wherever you're listening, um, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, just to write a review so other people may be able to find this podcast. Um, There's a lot of really fun projects coming up here very, very soon. There's a lot of media coverage that I'm going to be having um, this year and kind of everything that I sat down and wrote down a year ago that I wanted in terms of my goals and manifestations is unfolding. And it's happening fast for me. And it's um, exciting. And it's nerve wracking. And it's uncharted territory all at the same time. But this is very in alignment with who I am as a person. I like change. I like variety. Blame the Gemini sun in me. Um, But I get bored quite easily. So I have to keep going and evolving. And this is all part of the process. So I hope you have a great rest of your day. And please stay tuned for episodes. Um, I am going to be structuring the podcast around, you know, how many episodes I'm going to be releasing very soon as we're rebranding into Therapy Snacks. Um, Go ahead and follow me on Instagram. You can find my personal Instagram at Molly Zive Therapy or the podcast, uh, Therapy Snacks Podcast. 
So I hope you will consider following us both. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care.